Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose by Lauren Paul Decker about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Lauren's books, Soul Chaser, Rufus, and I Love You Church, are available at fine bookstores everywhere. Today's Bible verse is from the Old Testament book of Proverbs, chapter 20 and verse 1. Wine is a mocker. Our story today is called Punch Bowl. Lauren writes, I come from a family of non-drinkers. We were Baptists, after all. Baptists don't touch alcohol. In church, communion was prepared with Welsh's grape juice. At weddings, we were allowed to drink a toast to the bride and groom, but we always had to request non-alcoholic sparkling cider. We managed to still feel guilty with the thought that someone may see us with a champagne glass in our hand. My father's beverage of choice was a coffee frap. My mother stuck to coffee. She enjoyed the instant kind that you brewed in your mug. Thus it was that on one Christmas day, a really long time ago, my cousin pulled off a spectacular spiking of the punch prank that I recall as perhaps the merriest Christmas celebration our family ever knew, for a while anyway. We had all made the drive to my Aunt Meg's lovely home in the suburbs. She and my Uncle Don had purchased a huge turkey for the holiday meal, and as it roasted in the oven, we snacked on trail mix and nuts. And, of course, punch. Then I saw my oldest cousin secretly pouring a clear liquid into the punch bowl. He poured half of the bottle in, tasted a sip of the tainted fruit drink, and then shrugged his shoulders, smiled, and then dumped the rest of the bottle into the bowl. Soon, a line formed at the punch bowl. You know, this punch is fantastic, said one guest. I think I'll have another glass. The television seemed to be at maximum volume as the football game became part of the hum and buzz of the living room. Aunt Meg began whistling Christmas carols in the kitchen as she brought the meal out on trays. Uncle Don broke out his finest cigars before dinner. Ninety-year-old Mrs. Enfield, my great-aunt, went up the stairs, waving to those gathered below as if she were departing port call on board the deck of the Queen Mary. She blew kisses to all of us and went singing off to bed. It was not quite 6 p.m. But by 7 p.m. things downstairs had gone south, as they always do with too much alcohol. My uncle began to rant about his job being unfair and argued politics with anyone and everyone 
for a solid hour. Mercifully, he fell asleep on the couch. Everyone felt tired and logy. Conversations did not sparkle. It was reduced to grunts and snores. I began to think we Baptists had a point. Now, I'm not a Baptist anymore, and I will drink a toast at weddings without feeling guilty. Okay, uh, mostly not guilty. But I've also seen alcohol ruin many families. It always begins with a giggle and ends with a punch. A resounding last laugh on you. So take a lesson then from old Mrs. Enfield. Leave the party early. You won't miss a thing. And don't drink and drive. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you.